Welcome to another episode of I Have Issues. It's your boy, Vasos, bringing you all the issues that I read this week. Unfortunately, this week, my comic shop got shorted. All the indie books, somehow there was a, I guess, a shortage or a mix-up with Diamond and all this other stuff. So, did not get my indie books this week, uh, which I would have had probably a few. So, uh, just going to go ahead and name off... uh, what came out this week from the indies at the top of the show. So, uh, Image had Undiscovered Country, issue 17. What's the Furthest Place from Here, number one. A Righteous Thirst for Vengeance, number two. Sea of Stars, issue 11. Ordinary Gods, issue five. Mamo issue five. The Maneaters, The Cursed, issue five. Phenom X, number one. That is, oddly enough, written by John Leguizamo, so that was kind of odd i was actually gonna pick that up but i heard not so good things about it uh anyway uh then from boom i was gonna have mighty morphin issue 13 and regarding the matter of oswald's body so those are what came out this week on the indies that i uh from the two uh titles i would have read which would have been uh image and boom but yeah thanks for tuning in this week uh like i said only got the big two this week so, Marvel and DC. So let's not waste any more time. Let's get into the show, and let's get to the issues. First this week with Marvel, we've got Alien, issue number eight. So this was pretty cool. This is a kind of um, one of those horror themes where, you know, we know something's out there, but we can't quite find it, and it's kind of lurking in the shadows type of thing, and everybody thinks that the one person who saw it's crazy type of thing. So, you know, our main character, I believe her name is Jane, um, you know, the... Uh, this ship uh, with all these goods and stuff is crash landed burned up and the whole town's kind of just you know they're afraid uh, that you know they're going to get abandoned there that they're not going to be able to grow crops things like that and Jane's like no there is a reason this ship crashed there was something on board Uh, she describes kind of what she saw when she boarded the ship before she fainted um and of course, you know, nobody believes her. They bury the dead or whatnot. Uh, and then, of course, they put a lockdown curfew. Of course, people are naturally going to defy that. So people sneak out, go on the ship to see what's on there, get murdered by the xenomorphs, and, um, you know, search party goes out looking for them. And uh, they run up on the xenomorph and uh, takes a nice little interesting twist from there. 
that's alien issue eight and i'm not gonna i'm not gonna lie i was kind of thinking why am i even picking this up anymore maybe i'm about to drop this and then i read this and i thought okay no i think i'm still down for this so like i said good stuff alien issue eight up next we have amazing spider-man issue 78 now this i wish i wouldn't have read <laughs> um so all the uh it picks back up with uh morbius who at the last issue ended up attacking ben riley and ends up biting ben riley and they have their quick little fight back and forth uh and then you know ben can't he can't do anything or he realizes that he can uh, overpower morbius that he's hurt so he goes back to uh his apartment of course it's fortified and all that by beyond corporation and he ends up uh basically having morbius's arm cut off with a laser <laughs> and morbius tries to flee uh or he does flee only to run into uh misty knight and i can't remember who else the other person is and uh yeah so i mean the only cool part was like i said morbius was the beginning with morbius and then uh the doctors of the beyond corporation basically trying to decide if they're gonna cure been or if they're gonna or if they're basically gonna uh, let him mutate and see if it does anything to his spider powers and, and clone or copy that or whatever I don't know I didn't care for it I didn't I don't know it didn't spend to me it's spent too much time focusing on people other than spider-man in this case it's Ben Riley uh, but yeah, I mean, this is on the short list of uh, it better get going quick. There better be a point. And yeah, so otherwise, it's going to get sent to the drop to the drop zone. But uh, yeah, it's Amazing Spider-Man issue 78. Up next, we had Savage Avengers issue 26. Dude, this was awesome. So, you know, Cooling Goth killed Conan at the end of the last issue. Uh, and this basically he claims his head and he can sense the magic of, of Kang and all this other stuff so Goth basically ends up um, stealing whatever power I think Kang infused into Conan or infused into the Doom armor and basically goes into the past uh, where Doctor Strange, Doctor Doom uh, Kang Conan and uh I believe that's it for the time being. Are all kind of gathered, ready to fight, and you know they attack Goth, and then all of a sudden, all these other Savage Avengers start coming out. You know, at one point, you've got uh, Elektra as Daredevil, you've got Wolverine, you've got Black Widow. Uh, I believe Hellstrom was in this, but uh, yeah. So they all—it's basically a big fighting, and the battle looks like it's coming to an end, or is it? Um, but yeah, no, the, the end of the arc next week, or next issue, is coming. Maybe the end of the series, we don't know. But, uh, I enjoyed it, I thought it was pretty dope. A lot of great action scenes. Um, yeah, just, just a, a fun, fun issue. That's Savage Avengers issue 26. Up next we have Strange Academy issue 13. So, uh... This issue was kind of split between a couple of, well, between the main cast and Emily. So, 
our main crew, you know, decide they're going to go out on the town and hang out, you know, because uh, they've been doing finals and all this other stuff. So, you know, everybody decides they're going to go find a haunted house or find something haunted uh, and kind of explore that. And he kind of divulges into Zoe's backstory and all this other stuff and, you know, kind of how she got her powers and stuff like that. Uh, and then you've got Emily, who stays behind. And the prisoner in, in Strange is uh, Cellar. You know, she kind of visits him and talks to him. And there's some there's some, some uh, really good dialogue back and forth between the two and some good points exchanged. Um, and overall, it was a pretty good issue. You know, nothing spectacular really happened. I mean, it sets up uh, things with Calvin going forward. Uh, once, you know, with the whole crew in the city and all this other stuff. So, there's that. Um, so, that could be the potential uh, going forward point for this uh, series. But... We'll see. Like I said, I enjoy it. That's Strange Academy issue number 13. Up next, we have The Thing, issue number one. This was... I liked most of it. The artwork, it was hard for me to kind of get over. To me, the artwork and the subject matter did not really mix to me they, they kind of the artwork took away from the story they were trying to tell um, and there's this confusing part there's somebody going around stealing hearts it looks like kindred but I don't think it's kindred I don't really know um, but yeah it's basically you know uh, Ben's having a lot of emotional issues uh, you know the uh, Sue and Reed are off doing something in Russia. Johnny, you know, uh, Human Torch, Johnny Storm is off doing uh, his own thing, hanging out in Arizona for a car show or something like that. And so Ben's kind of left to the Baxter building all by himself. Uh, Alicia doesn't want anything to do with him. or she He's kind of made her upset and all this other stuff, you know, because Ben kind of gets a little jealous. She went to this museum with uh, one of her friends who happens to be a male. And, you know, all this other stuff. And Ben's kind of just, he's down on his luck. Um, yeah, like I said, so the, the thing, everything that had to deal with the thing, I, I like. I like the story going forward. Uh, it's the other stuff with, like, this being that's snatching people's hearts. I That I wasn't really sure, and I really didn't. Really wasn't cool, cool with that, and plus, like I said, the artwork and for what they were trying to do with that, to me, just it, it didn't match. It didn't make sense. Uh, well, the artwork did not complement the the narrative they were trying to tell in that aspect. But uh, I may hang around for another issue or two. But we'll uh, we'll see. That's the thing. Issue number one. And finally, this week we have a another number one. But it's a familiar number one. It's the debut of Al Ewing and Rom V's Venom. This is Venom number one. So I really like this. Uh, this was definitely a contender for pick of the week. Uh, 
basically Dylan and uh, it's basically told from two perspectives from Eddie's and from Dylan's Eddie when he's out in space kind of you know trying to right the right the wrongs that Null did and basically trying to connect all the symbiotes to help in the universe um, there's like some uh, he tries to break up this uh, I guess this horde if you will uh, space pirates and all this other stuff and uh, so that's going on then he finds out that one of the beings there wasn't a symbiote like he thought it was he gave them all Beatles names but uh, all the members of the Beatles gave them all their names the symbiotes but one of them wasn't a symbiote um, basically kills everybody on board all the hostages and all this other stuff and so it was it was he realized he was set up uh, and then it deals with Dylan dealing with uh, you know Eddie not being there being off in the hive mind and all this other stuff you know He's there, but he's not really there, type of thing. And Dylan's kind of getting resentful. You know, he's fighting in school. Uh, he's not bonded with Venom. You know, Venom is kind of off doing his own thing. Uh, and so his his companion is uh, Sleeper. <laughs> and him and Sleeper, you know, are forming this bond and stuff like that. And, you know, Dylan ends up getting a call from Eddie about not going with Eddie. So it was kind of a weird spot. Uh, then you've got a new villain introduced and uh, yeah, like I said, a lot happened. Um, it looks like there's gonna be some time travel things because it's somebody from the future who's also in the past trying to secure the future, I guess. I don't know. That part I didn't really understand, but it was exciting. I enjoyed it, and uh, I'm curious to see where this goes from there. That is Venom, issue number one. Also out from Marvel this week, we have Excalibur, issue number 25. Got Miles Morales, Spider-Man, issue 32. Star Wars, The High Republic, issue 11. Hellions, issue 17. See, I thought Hellions was ending. But they just keep rolling out another issue, and then another issue. <laughs> uh, and then we have Eternals issue number seven. Which, by the way, definitely check the movie out. Um, it's not the best Marvel movie, but it is uh, a lot of beautiful cinematography and all this other stuff. Uh, the story, you know, eh. I mean, it's not bad. Definitely, like I said, it's definitely not their best. It's definitely something different, so... Um, but the acting in it's great. Uh, the end credit scenes, both of them, the mid and uh, post credit, definitely worth sticking around for. It'd be cool stuff. All right, enough of the Eternals. Uh, like I said, Eternals issue seven is out this week. Deadpool, uh, Black, White, and Blood issue four. And then finally, we have Avengers Tech On issue number four. And that's Marvel this week. Okay. Let's finish it up with DC.
And now finishing things up this week with DC. Up first, we have Batman the Imposter, book number two. This was probably my runner-up for pick of the week. Uh, so as it turns out, you know, Bruce is still going and seeing, uh, you know, Dr. Leslie Tompkins every every day. Uh, and he's getting later and later and later as she's no- starting to notice. Uh, but Batman's, he's at his wit's end. He's trying everything he can. He's playing every angle, but he can't, he can't quite figure it out. Um, and so, uh, I believe her name is Detective Wong, I believe is her name. Uh, anyway, so he, you know, in the last, yeah, Detective Blair Wong, she basically visited him at the end of the last issue to speak about Batman, and she's basically, you know, cross-referencing all these different things, uh, with the shipment of, uh, motorcycles that were stolen from Wayne Enterprises, uh, that were never logged and all this other stuff. And so she's basically just crossing off, make sure Wayne Enterprises isn't uh, cooperating with Batman, so to speak. Uh, so, you know, he ends up inviting her to a diner. So they talk, they have, you know, I guess coffee or whatever. Uh, and then Bruce asks her out, out on a date. And the next thing you know, Bruce is kind of falling in love with her. <laughs> and they both have very similar backgrounds. And that, you know, her parents were killed in front of her and all this other stuff. And, um, yeah, it's it's an interesting story. And I think, I think I've kind of figured out who the imposter Batman is that's killing uh, all these, these villains. And they kind of narrowed it down to who exactly uh, this imposter is targeting and stuff like that. So, um, very interesting, great artwork. Uh yeah, it's, it's just a great book. Like I said, definitely runner-up this week. That is Batman the Imposter Issue 2. <laughs> up next, we have Batman Urban Legends Issue Number 9. Oh, man. I didn't like any of the stories in this one. So there's a Batwoman story that finishes up. There is an uh, Tweedledee and Tweedledum story that I did not like. Uh, Tweedledee, Tweedledum... Uh, part of the Mad Hatter crew that have gone straight and all this other stuff. Did not like that. Uh, the Azrael, I liked the first one. This one, I didn't really care for. I just thought it was a little filler. Like, there, there, nothing really happened other than it kind of shows its ties to uh, Task Force Z. That was really the only thing of significance is that you find out where it originated the the Lazarus pill um, and then the final one was an outsider story and I was confused and I really didn't care for it <laughs> like I said this book was just really disappointing uh, normally there's at least one to two good stories in this and this one there was none uh, I didn't like the Batwoman story um, it was a loose tie into Fear State, and I, yeah, I, I didn't care for it. To me, it was just, uh, it, it didn't do it for me. Uh, like I said, in the Tweedledee, Tweedledum story was whack. Um, and the uh, Asriel was just blah, you know. And then the, uh, the final one with uh, the Outsiders was just meh as well. 
but yeah, that was uh, Batman Urban Legends issue number nine. And up next, we've got Future State Gotham issue seven. I like this. So basically, you know, uh, next Batman, Jace Fox has gone off to uh, free the uh, the Bat family from uh, Warmonger's uh, control. So he's running around putting the mask on everybody to, to you know, set them free. Uh, almost gets his ass kicked in the process. Uh, but he's managed to get Nightwing and uh, Red Robin out, or Tim Drake. Managed to get to snap them out of it. They're on his side now. They're helping. And then Jason's getting his ass whooped by, uh, by Warmonger. And, you know, basically he outsmarts Warmonger. And, you know, ends up putting, ends up taking the, uh, the Mad Hatter tech and ends up basically controlling Warmonger and basically talks him down and stops all the fighting in Gotham. Uh, then you've got a bunch of, uh, uh, fixing of everything, kind of, you know, Jason decides to stay as the uh, Peacekeeper Red and the Magistrate's moving out of Gotham, uh, or pulling back their troops and all this other stuff and uh, Jason's going to head things up and all this other stuff so he's going to be like the new uh, Jim Gordon so to speak is kind of how he he chose to ward it that you know he'll be like Gordon uh, and Jace will be like Batman except they'll be uh, allies and stuff like that uh, and they know who each other are and stuff like that um, and then you, I think it's going to keep going because they're, they hint that, uh, Red Hood really doesn't know who it is that's been giving him, who was giving him all the information on the inside. Uh, you're meant to think it's Bruce, but it's not Bruce. It looks like Bruce, but it isn't Bruce. So, spoiler, sort of, if you already know what, who I'm referring to. Uh, so that may go, they may, may spawn another issue, I don't know, um, but yeah, overall, I enjoyed it. And again, my my number one complaint about this book is that it needs some color. It would be amazing if it was colored. But other than that, can't complain. Uh, the backup story was stupid, so I don't. It was in the uh, uh, Harley, you know how Harley, the art style that Harley Quinn has right now. So if you're not a fan of that, I mean, like I said, I can deal with it. This story just the backup story just did not didn't do it for me so uh but yeah the future state story was awesome so that's future state gotham issue seven up next we have harley quinn the animated series the eat bang kill tour issue number three uh i really enjoyed this this was hilarious uh so basically harley and ivy go on a date and who happens to crash the date but hush <laughs> trying to pick up harley things do not go so well for Hush, uh, they are in Bloodhaven, uh, and you kind of get uh, how they got there and all this other stuff. Uh, they run into Nightwing. There's a lot of sexual innuendo jokes and stuff like that, which are, like I said, hilarious. The uh, yeah, I can't say enough good things about this because I'm a fan of the the show. So this was uh, this was definitely something that uh, if they don't do this in the show, I will be highly disappointed. But yeah, this was uh, this was fun. That's Harley Quinn, the animated series, the Eat, Bang, Kill Tour, issue number three. Up next, we have 
Joker issue number nine. So, uh, Vengeance basically brings Bane to where they've tracked down the Joker. Uh, and just as Vengeance coming in to come kill the Joker, uh, I forget what the the guy that the Joker's uh, sending down, having a conversation with, um, he basically knocks him out. Or he says a few words and it knocks out uh, uh, Vengeance's programming and she faints. Uh, and then Gordon and the Joker go with uh, this elite fellow uh, and they basically go down into the cellar and all this other stuff and he's basically kind of explained to them that he grows body doubles and that they try cloning the Joker and all this other stuff and you know Joker's like it wasn't my idea but it's a great idea you know can you imagine uh, you know Batman trying to stop five of me <laughs> type of thing um, and the whole time Gordon's like I should just call I should just call Barbara I should just call Barbara and get Bruce here or get Batman here to help and um yeah so uh <laughs> it uh it doesn't go so well for old jim gordon uh just because just when uh, it looks like uh things get bad oh well there's a little bit of light as uh, a member of the samson family shows up kills that fellow uh and then they come to take the joker and uh jimbo's just kind of uh a loose end so uh yeah, doesn't uh, doesn't look so hot going into the next issue for for Jim Gordon, uh, and then the backup story with Punchline, it's there. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I I don't know. It was it was all right, uh, but anyway, the Joker story, fantastic. That's the Joker issue number nine. Up next, we have Justice League: The Last Ride issue number seven. I believe this is the finale of the series I believe um so big epic battle you know uh Martian Manhunter's kind of turned the tide uh and he's helping uh Cyborg Superman still getting beat is still fighting Superman and he's slowly poisoning him with Kryptonite uh as he's charging you know Batman jumps in uh tackles Cyborg Superman uh, and Superman ends up uh, destroying him. Meanwhile, Bruce ends up, t or Batman ended up taking a the Kryptonite knife that uh, <clears throat> Cyborg Superman had, and now he got stabbed with it. <clears throat> and Clark's determined, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be the one to save Batman. And you know, John ends up coming, uh, Marshman ends up showing up, saying, "Look, it's killing you. You need to get away from here. I got this." Um, Hal gets his, you know, Green Lantern powers back. Um, big fight with Darkseid, and uh, yeah, it was uh, it was what you would expect. You know, it wrapped up quite heroically and pretty good for our, for the good guys. So uh, it was fun. I like the artwork, uh, and uh, yeah, like I said, I I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really good and really fun. Uh, definitely a great series. I uh, definitely recommend reading. That's uh, Justice League, The Last Ride, Issue 7. Up next, we have Titans United, Issue set, or issue 3. So, uh, this is basically Red Hood, Donna, and Raven going after uh, Lady Vic. Uh, they find her. They have a fight with her. <laughs> and meanwhile, you've got that going on. Then you have 
Superboy and you've got uh, uh, Blackfire in space. She's experimenting and testing uh, testing Superboy. <laughs> She's, you know, seeing, I guess, everything he can do and whatnot. So that's going on. <clears throat> and then, like I said, you've got uh, Jason and Raven and Donna. They're basically trying to round up Lady Vic, figuring out who she's working for, etc., etc. So, uh, it was alright. Uh, the dialogue was really good. I enjoyed the, the banner back and forth. Uh, them talking crap about Red Hood. <laughs> Nightwing and uh, everybody else are like, uh, yeah, Jason's getting his ass kicked, and Dick's like, oh man, see, I'd love to be there to see that. And Jason's like, hey, guys, I can hear you, and I'm right here, type of stuff. So, they were constantly busting Jason's balls, so I thought that was, uh, was pretty fun. Like I said, the dialogue worked. Um, but yeah, it was just, it, to me, it was okay just because, uh, I don't know, the Superboy Blackfire thing, I'm just kind of like, okay, what is, she, what's, what's her motivation? Because she never really fully explains it. She's just kind of watching and observing what Superboy can do. So we'll see. Like I said, Titans United issue three. And finally, we have Wonder Woman issue. 781 uh, so Diana runs into Dr. Psycho talks crap to him uh, he kind of taunts her to say you know kind of leave me alone she's avoiding uh, she's avoiding Steve Trevor <laughs> Diana is um, and you know she's gonna go take uh, Siegfried's sword uh, and basically uh, put it to rest, essentially. And uh, so she enlists Dead Man's help. And uh, uh, so they're kind of on a plane doing this whole thing. And then there's sort of a, uh, a Twilight Zone, you know, there's something on the wing uh, thing that kind of happens. So, uh, I mean, it was cool i mean i enjoyed it i just i'm like and now i'm really curious as to what direction they're going to go in with these other these things that uh are flying by the plane so it's just kind of uh it's interesting and it's kind of interesting to see what they're going to do with uh with old steve trevor and what how dr psycho ties into this so will be interesting and then there's a backup story called road to the trial of the amazons it was okay you know, it was just basically showing uh, a new woman basically getting uh, inducted into the Amazons and stuff like that. So, and kind of how they they pick and choose their uh, their warriors when women that come to them. So, like I said overall not bad. The backup story, but the Wonder Woman story was pretty good. That is Wonder Woman issue seven eighty one. Also out from DC this week, we have Action Comics issue ten thirty six. Uh, let's see, what else do we have? Black Mana, Issue 3. I have dropped that book. Superman vs. Lobo, Issue 2. Pennyworth, Issue 4. The Batman and Scooby-Doo Mysteries, Issue Number 8. I Am Batman, Issue Number 3. And then we've got one more. It is Pick of the Week. It is Robin and Batman, Issue Number 1. Pick of the Week, coming to you next. 
and pick of the week this week is Robin and Batman issue number one written by Jeff Lemire Robin says I think I was wrong about everything about who I am about what I could be I thought this would be a dream come true a fantasy I mean there are monsters and there's even a knight I thought it would be just like a hero's quest or a hero's journey but maybe it was all a trick I'm starting to worry that this isn't fantasy at all but instead I found my way into a nightmare now I see that there's real darkness here and it's not some make-believe darkness it's real and ugly and that darkness has weight and now it's starting to feel like I'm starting to pull me down with it and the deeper I fall the harder it is to see my way out as a voice radios to Robin in his ear now Robin continues his dialogue and the worst part is I don't know if I even want to get out anymore maybe it's better down here maybe this is all I deserve as Robin leaps taking out two thugs in a meat take are trying to rob a meat truck kicking one in the face not wearing his normal traditional Robin costume something similar to what Batman wore when he first started the voice in Robin's ear says a knife behind you the man pulls his knife out and says it's just some kid Robin furious turns around throwing a batarang says I saw him I got this as it hits the man in the hand sticking Batman who's the voice in his ear says no you didn't you were too focused not paying attention to the whole picture as Robin trips one of the men he says I said I got this so all of a sudden one from behind comes up to choke him puts him in a sleeper hole Batman radios in careful as the robbers all yell take off his damn mask that brat cut me Batman knowing this is not going well for Robin says I'm coming in Robin yells no as he reaches into his utility belt and throws a smoke bomb says I can do this Batman radios back in you've lost control of the situation abort the mission now or I'm coming down there and Robin takes out his earpiece throws it down and begins beating up the thugs as one tries to run away he throws his bullet tripping him Robin surveying the scene looks around he smiles but that smile quickly fades as the Batmobile pulls up and Batman steps out Batman popping out of the Batmobile says I told you to abort the mission Robin says and I told you I totally had this under control Batman says did you and he flings a battery ring right over Robin hitting a truck driver in the head Robin turning around missing this person Batman says you're not seeing the whole picture tunnel vision myopic now pick up that earpiece and get the damn car as he gets in the car neither one saying a word Robin finally decides to break the silence he says but I 
don't. The silence continues. They pull into the Batcave. Alfred says, oh, well, I see all's in one piece, I see. How did it go? No response. That well. Robin says, it was fine. I didn't need his help. Batman yells, you almost got yourself killed. I knew you weren't ready. Robin responds, I am ready. I would have seen the driver. I would have taken him out next. Bruce says, you need more training, more discipline. I'm sorry, but it's too soon. We need to take a step back. No more live operations for a while. We'll continue your work here. Robin, frustrated, taking off his masses. Come on! Alfred chimes in. Master Bruce, if I could just interject here. You can't. Stay out of it, Alfred. Dick, taking off the mask, throwing it on the ground, says, This is bull. I'm tired of his stupid training exercises. You said I could be your partner. Batman says, Your behavior is only proving me right. Having a tantrum like a damn child. As Bruce pulls down his cowl, Alfred's staring at him. Bruce says, Don't say it, Alfred. Say what, Master Bruce? You were going to say, But he is a child, Master Bruce. Ah, oh, yes. And then you would say, The child died with his parents. He needs to be a soldier. Or some such. Well, it's true. This only works if he has the armor he needed to survive out there. I won't put a child in danger. He needs to become something more. He knew that. And you knew that. All I knew was that we were going to help a little boy who lost his family. You decided the rest without my opinion, as usual. But now, here we are. And since we are, would it hurt you to show a bit of, com to, a bit of compassion to Master Dick? Just a little leniency. Leniency would have gotten him killed by the truck driver. Leniency would, would mean bringing home a dead child. Yes, and you'd prefer to bring home a dead soldier. Very well. You know he doesn't have to be just like you, Master Bruce. Perhaps the answer is letting him be who he is. We're done here. I'll take my dinner down here. I have work to do. As Batman puts his mask back on, Alfred, walking away, after gathering Dick's things, says, Of course you do. The next day, Dick is in school. He says, mornings are the worst. Mornings are the fantasy. Or the nightmare. Or whatever this thing is. It goes away, and then it's just real life again. And real life is the last place I want to be. That's why the nightmare is better. At least there, I don't have to remember. I, I don't want to remember. Not yet. So I wait for the night. But now, he doesn't trust me anymore. So we go through the same old boring tests. It's getting boring. Maybe this was a mistake. Maybe I should have never gone with him. But what was the alternative? At least I'm not alone anymore. When I'm alone for too long, the ghosts come. Oh God, this is getting depressing. I need to snap out of it. I'm gonna start sounding like him. Okay, let's think of something fun funner. What should I be called? 
He refuses to even say the words Bat Boy, and honestly, that's probably a good thing. I don't want to be a boy anything. I need a name I won't grow out of in a few years. As we see Dick drawing his costume design. R's all over the place. He continues, My mom had this nickname she'd call me once in a while. Not sure if it's even dark enough, though. But maybe it should be something like Nighthawk or Nightwing. This, this is the best part of the day. The anticipation. I always, I always know that I'm going to get to go to real training mission if he picks me up from school. Maybe he's not mad anymore. Maybe he'll change his mind. And I can go out with him again tonight. Hello, Master Richard. How was your day? Dickon puts his head down and says, Maybe not. As they get in the car, Alfred says, You seem disappointed to see me, Master Richard. I'll try not to take it personally. No, sorry, Alfred. I just thought that maybe... We both know he can be very stubborn. When he gets an idea in his head. I, I don't know. I'm starting to think that this is some sort of test. I think he's just grounding me to see what I'll do. I don't think so. What makes you so sure? That would be just like him to play mind games. Not this time, Master Richard. He had me destroy the costume today. Dick, enraged, says, What? You had no right to do that. That was my costume. I'm sorry, but in this case, I think Master Bruce made the right call. Perhaps it's best for you to slow down this whole thing. If you focus on your studies and continue to train, maybe in a few years, when you're older. Dick cuts and all says, No! No way! I'm not waiting a few years. That's not why I agreed to come here. That was not part of the deal. As he walks away from Alfred, storming into the house, slamming his door. He says, I know what's going on here. I know what I'm going to do even before I get to my bedroom. I am probably 100% right about this. My name should be darker. My costume stealthier. But that's exactly why I'm going to use this instead. Bright red and yellow. The antithesis of what he would want. See? This may be dumb. But it's really going to piss him off. As he begins cutting red fabric. And sewing on an R. Just like in his drawings. Batman, now out in the city, says... This really pisses me off. I was so worried about how the boy was doing that I missed something. I wasn't seeing the whole picture. As he swings across the rooftops, he continues. The punks who were robbing that truck. I, th I thought they were just wannabe gangsters. A soft target. But that was the second meat truck they had robbed in four nights. Why the hell are wannabe gangsters robbing meat trucks? So I tell Gordon to let them walk. And now I follow... And I already don't like where this is going. They weren't stealing meat. They were stealing food. As Bruce follows them down into the sewers. Now, Robin in tow. He said, Robin continues, I've been following him for the last half hour. And he didn't even spot me. And he says I'm not ready. Robin now in the sewers. says, um, which way did he go? No, don't second guess. Follow my guess. Follow my gut. Hunt. As he picks the right trail, the right tunnel, crouching down behind a wall, he can see Batman. 
Robin continues, what the? It's the same guys from the other day. How are they out already? This is, something's not right here. The splish from of water then sounds. Robin turns his head and says, oh no. Did he see me telling them? He circled back and followed me. I am in so much trouble. Robin turning all the way around, only to see Killer Croc sitting beside him on one knee. Hey kid, what's up? Robin tries to punch. Croc catches his punch, now picking up Robin by the throat. That costume, where'd you get that costume? Answer me twerp, where'd you get it? Robin trying to struggle to say something can only get out. <clears throat> Croc, frustrated, throws Robin against the wall and says, Answer me! You know me? You know who I am? Robin, gasping, says, <coughs> Yes! Suddenly, Croc's arm is tied up with a battering and a bat line. Get away from him, Waylon! I said... Get away from him! As Batman comes in, pulling Killer Croc away. Should have known he was with you. As Batman and Killer Croc begin fighting. Croc lands a punch right in Batman's ribs. Cracking them. Batman goes, Croc says, How do you know? How do you know about me? As Robin yells to Batman, Look out! Batman throws die into Croc's eye, blinding him as Croc runs away. Robin says, your ribs are you. Batman cuts him off. What the hell are you doing? Robin, looking down, can't even look at Bruce, closes his eyes and says, I, I, I thought, I'm sorry. Aren't we going after him? At least two ribs broken and you're done. Let's go. Batman storms away. Robin's sitting there. As they return to the Batcave. They're greeted by Alfred. Oh dear, Master Bruce. How did he slip past you, Alfred? Especially wearing that. Robin says, I thought I thought it was a test. I thought you wanted me to show determination. To prove that I was ready. Batman says, That outfit is ridiculous. How do you think you go into combat wearing something like that? Robin says, it's not ridiculous. It was my family's. Batman says, I know it was. That's why I made you this. As he opens up the wall and a brand new Robin costume sits there. Robin says, it's Robin. It's Robin. Yes. I was going to give it to you next week. I was going to let you join me. Dick putting his hand on the costume bows his head says but if you knew about Robin my journal you read my journal Batman says we can't have any secrets Robin fires back that was mine that was all I had that was just mine as he turns and he walks away Batman confuses but I thought this was what you wanted it was it was a gift 
Robin can, runs to his room, pulls out his design, ripping it up, puts his head down, tears forming at his eyes. I think, I think I was wrong about who I am, about what I could be. I thought this would be a dream come true, a fantasy. I mean, there are monsters and, and there's even a knight. I thought it would be like a quest or a hero's journey. But maybe that was all a trick. I'm starting to worry that this isn't a fantasy at all. That instead, I found my way into a nightmare. I see now that there's a real darkness here. And it's not some make-believe darkness. It's real. And it's ugly. And that darkness has weight. And now it feels like it's starting to pull me down with it. And the deeper I fall, the harder it is to see my way out. And the worst part is, I don't know if I even want to get out anymore. Maybe it's better down here. Maybe. This is all I deserve. As we see Killer Croc making his way back down the sewers. Going back to Haley's Circus. Looking around. He sees the tank that he was kept in. His memories of seeing the Flying Graysons and a little boy on his dad's shoulders. Croc wonders, is this the same child that I just saw? The one whose parents died from the high trapeze accident. He then walks back into the big tent, looks up, turns around, sees the poster for the Flying Graysons, but all he can see is the boy he encountered in the sewers. And that's it. That's the end of issue one. That is Robin and Batman. Issue one by Jeff Lemire. Great story. Artwork, I think it's fantastic. Very uh, uh, watercolor based. Like I said, it looks tremendous. I, I really dig it. I like this uh, kind of details of Robin in uh, his early days training uh, to become Robin before Batman, you know, is ready to take him out on patrol and whatnot. And I, I kind of like a change to this, kind of how Killer Croc was there. Killer Croc knew who he was uh, before he became Robin and knew right away who it was, you know. So, interesting stuff. Pick of the week, July 10th, or I'm sorry, November 10th, 2021, Batman and Robin, issue one. And that's going to do it for this week, man. Excited Robin and Batman taking home pick of the week. Like I said, that art style was awesome. I like the watercolor uh, drawing and all that other stuff. I think that really balanced out the story, made it feel uh, very early days of Robin's training and stuff like that. So, yeah, that was a good one. Batman and Posture was really, really good this week. Uh, Justice League The Last Ride was fun. Venom number one was really good. I really, really enjoyed that one. That one was maybe, if not runner-up, then it was definitely uh, number three this week. Uh, then we also had a, you know, a new number one with The Thing, which I thought had a lot of promise and a lot of potential. I just was not digging the art style uh, as much. But the uh, in the beginning parts, you know, like I said, the other half of the story with uh, the stuff that wasn't involving The Thing, I thought was like kind of weird. So I didn't really understand that, but uh, 
still was a fun issue. I, I'm going to at least uh, pick that one up and keep going. Aliens, man. I loved Aliens. Alien was great. That really had me hooked. I really was not expecting to like that one as much as I did this week. Uh, Strange Adventures, also good stuff. So, yeah, there was a lot of a lot of good stuff. And I gotta, I gotta say, Harley Quinn, uh, the animated series, made me laugh my ass off just reading it. So yeah, good stuff this week. Uh, be sure and go like and subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen. Be sure to uh, like and follow on social media both on Instagram and Facebook or at i.haveissues.comics I'm sorry i.have.have let me say it again i.have.issues.comics there we go trying to say that really fast and you know you probably mess yourself up too but anyway I've been your boy Vossos that was all the issues that came out this week be sure to tune into the live stream on Sundays on Facebook and uh, yeah we'll see you guys next week with more I have issues.